Welcome to Wild Development Studio. Join us as we venture into the breathtaking realm of wildlife arts and untamed adventures. With captivating stories from the field and ideas to dive into the visual arts, we'll ignite your passion for conservation. Meet our host, Lauren, a naturalist, photographer, diver, drone pilot, and watercolor artist, as we uncover tips and tricks to forge mesmerizing connections with wildlife. Get ready for an expedition of imagination and discovery at Wild Development Studio. Welcome to Wild Developments. I'm so glad you're here. You're in the perfect place if you're seeking a heartfelt connection with nature through visual arts. I'm your host, Lauren, and I want to take you on a journey of not just exploring the wilderness, but unraveling the intricate ties between nature, art, and storytelling. This is so much more than a podcast. It's an invitation to discover our connections with the natural world. Our mission is simple yet powerful to create a platform where each person's story about their profound experiences with nature becomes a guiding light for others. Whether you've had a moment of solitude in the woods, explored an artistic medium that invokes emotions, and bridges the gap between us and the natural world, had a mesmerizing encounter with a wild creature, like right now I've got two chickadees playing outside my window, or felt at peace in the healing embrace of nature during a difficult time. These stories can inspire others. This podcast was partially inspired by shows like Sasquatch Chronicles, where individuals recount their profound experiences with nature. In this case, it's typically Bigfoot, and the encounter is a little scary. However, I believe each of us has had an encounter with nature that resonates deeply within, this belief fuels my passion, a conviction that everyone's story with nature has a transformative force that can inspire others to venture outside and embark on their own healing journey. To get this expedition started, I'll share my story first, but in order to keep the expedition going, we need more stories just like yours. Click the link in the description to find out how. My story is an origin story, the root of my connection to nature and visual arts. It's only now in my 40s as I'm reflecting back on my life that I'm finally realizing that I retreat to the wilderness in my most challenging moments in order to heal my soul, and I find peace in letting go of control through watercolors, and I find my sense of adventure through wildlife photography. My love for nature was nurtured very early on in my childhood. When my dad was working in the backyard, he would always include me if he found something really neat back there. If it was a turtle or a frog, chipmunk, bunny, you know, whatever it was, he included his daughter. And it really made me feel from very early on that even if I was a girl, I could go exploring outside and play in the mud. It wasn't a big deal. Like that's what you were supposed to do. My mom would also take us with a couple friends and we'd go hiking and collect twigs and she would craft wreaths from them. And there was all sorts of uh, crafts that she would do with the local library that would include some natural elements and just like Nature was always a part of who we were growing up. However, life unfolded. The demands of work and school led me away from the outdoors. 
It wasn't until I met my now husband that he helped me to rekindle that flame for being outside and being in nature. He took me camping and we went on all sorts of bicycle trips. And then yet again, life unfolded and the career demands shifted my priorities, chaining me to long days indoors. And I missed so many family gatherings and milestones. I found myself absorbed in what I thought was my dream career, working with aquatic creatures. For a time, I thought I had finally made it, and yet I could not understand why I wasn't feeling any of the joy that I had when I was younger. But I dug my heels in deeper and kept working harder, thinking that this would solve my misery. Oh, the hustle culture. This went on for several years. Finally, in early 2020, unknowingly on the precipice of the lockdown, my job sent me on a trip to the Brookville Zoo in Chicago. This was for the interpretive guide course, and the certification meant that I would learn skills in storytelling to help connect our audience to certain things that we wanted to teach. In this case, it was about aquatic animals. And this shook things up in the most unexpected yet transformative way imaginable. That frigid week in February felt like a turning point. My time spent learning, meeting new faces, and exploring the zoo sparked a fire within me. I rediscovered the joy of being present, curious, and engaged with the world around me. Exploring a big city like Chicago on my own was reawakening. During class, I got to explore the zoo and exploring by yourself can be scary. Part of me just wanted to stay inside the warm classroom and sit in a comfortable chair. I mean, temperatures were dangerously low that week. Weather stations put out frostbite advisories. But my desire to see dolphins overcame my fear of exploring outside. Some of my favorite photographs were taken within this week at the zoo. Had I not ventured out, I would have never gotten them. After class, I got to explore the city. I went to the Field Museum and saw Sue the T-Rex. I went to parks. I even took myself out on a date. I had some world-famous Chicago-style pizza. New York is better. I had a couple glasses of wine. And after years of trying, I finally got to see the bean and get my picture in the reflection in the oblong metal structure. Then I had to walk back to my car about a mile in a snowstorm. It was so beautiful and peaceful. The geese were standing on the icy walkways as Lake Michigan lapped up in waves on the shore. It looked more like a slushy than water. At one point, the snow was so heavy I could barely see where I was going, and it was loud as it was hitting the ground. In that moment, I was so happy. I was laughing out loud. like I was so delighted and tickled even that what was inside had to come bursting out. I had just started a journal, which I hadn't done since I was a kid, and I had not found it, so I didn't know exactly what I wrote, and I feel like I had a little bit of a God moment because I have a graduation cap on my bookshelf, and it fell as I was trying to outline what I wanted to say for this episode, and I was able to find this journal, so I think I'm supposed to read exactly what it says in here word for word. So inside the journal on the first page, 2020, new possibilities. February 13th, 2020, thought, I am on this earth for a short time and I am here to experience as much of it as I can. Right now, freezing and snowing in Chicago. Make a difference. 
Finally, I had the time and space to be present and curious for the first time in years. I was finally getting in touch with myself again, and you know what I discovered? I missed me. I wasn't busy rushing from one thing to the next with constant pressure and demands and long, tiring hours. I felt like I was coming out of a fog, waking up from a long nightmare. That walk in the blizzard became a symbolic moment, a marker of new possibilities amidst the chaos that was going to be 2020. It was pivotal, and I decided to reconnect with my true passions. I started journaling again, jotting down thoughts, aspirations, drawings, taking pictures, embracing every experience that life has to offer. On the drive home from Chicago, there was lots of internal debate and self-reflection, and when I returned, I put in my part-time notice. Two short weeks later, COVID forced my employer to furlough all part-time employees. Months later, when they asked me to return, I declined. Leaving my previous job was a tough call, but a necessary one for my well-being. Little did I know that it paved the way for incredible opportunities, from being a certified volunteer naturalist, to becoming a wildlife rehabber, to starting a drone business with my husband, and finally pursuing my art career full-time. Through the challenges of the pandemic, I found solace in nature. Camping, boating, spending quality time with my family, these all healed my soul. The summer of 2020 was spent almost exclusively outdoors. Yet, social distancing brought its own hurdles, testing friendships and relationships. Eventually, the pressures of trying to run a couple of my own businesses sucked me back into the hustle culture. I finally decided to leave a business partnership in 2023, and I yet again returned to nature. I spent a week in Cades Cove, photographing bears and owls, turkeys, coyotes. It was just me and my adventure pup Fiona, and it was much needed time to, to ourselves. My son and I also got to spend two weeks at St. Pete Beach, where we helped out the sea turtle trackers, and we were looking for sea turtle nests that we reported and then they would mark them off. We'd pick up trash and cover up holes, making the beaches safe for the sea turtles. And then my family and I got to go see the magnificent Niagara Falls. Are you guys beginning to recognize a pattern? Because it took me so long to finally see this pattern. Nature equals healing, adventure, and connection. This time, I am determined not to let that go. I have started a routine practice of nature journaling that ensures that I get outside and explore a few times a week. My photography is my connection to those exciting adventures, but it also leads to some downtime while waiting for wildlife to appear. Yet another reason why I love my nature journal. It gives me something to do while waiting to take the next shot. And then when I come home through my watercolor paintings, I appreciate the intricate details and beauty of the creatures that I've photographed. Intentionality is the key to getting your heart's desire, and we all yearn to connect with Mother Nature. That is just one of my many, many stories about how nature has changed my life for the better. If you've stuck around this far, thank you so much. This is probably going to be the hardest episode for me to do just because it was so deeply personal. And 
I think it's just going to get so much better from here on out. I can't wait to hear your story. Put yourself out there. You never know how your story is going to influence somebody else. I am so excited to talk to anybody that wants to come on the show. It's going to be such an adventure. Before we go, I do want to share my first note from my interpretive guide class from that fateful trip in Chicago. If you want someone to remember your message, tell them a story. And that was a quote by Rachel Gillett. When the idea of starting this podcast emerged, a bridge to connect with friends, share stories, embrace the power of narrative, these stories have an incredible ability to bring people together, to inspire, to remind us of our shared humanity. Let's hear those stories, no matter how big or small, from summiting a mountain to just a beautiful bird you saw at your feeder, a tip or trick that you use to connect with nature, or an art medium that helps you to appreciate our natural world better. I invite you on this expedition with me. Let's listen, share, and be inspired. As Jacques Cousteau wisely said, we only protect what we love, we only love what we understand, and we only understand what we're taught. Your story matters, and through it, we can ignite a passion for nature and others, fostering a collective journey towards healing and connection. All right, guys, that's all I got for today. Until next time, get outside and develop something wild. Thanks for joining Wild Development Studio. We hope this exploration into the world of wildlife arts and adventure has sparked a desire to get outside and connect with something wild. If you have an adventure that's awe-inspiring, don't hesitate to share. Click the link in the description to submit your story to have it featured on our show or be a guest. Until next time, keep connecting to the wild and see what develops. The views, opinions, and statements expressed by individuals during Wild Development Studio productions do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Wild Development Studio or its affiliates. Participation in any activities, expeditions, or adventures discussed or promoted during our content may involve inherent risks. It is strongly advised that individuals conduct thorough research, seek professional guidance, and take all necessary precautions before engaging in any such activities. Wild Development Studio, its representatives, or employees shall not be held responsible for any injury, loss, damage, accident, or unforeseen incident that may occur as a result of participating in activities inspired by or discussed in our content. By choosing to engage with our content or act upon any information provided, individuals do so at their own risk and discretion. And now, like any good production, the outtakes. Had a mesmerizing encounter with a wild creature, or... Felt at peace. Oh, my God. This podcast was partially inspired by shows like Sasquatch. <laughs> this podcast was partially inspired by shows like Sasquatch. <laughs> this podcast was this podcast was partially inspired by shows like Sasquatch Chronicles, where individuals Call in. Nope. <laughs>